Welcome to the Research and Innovation Podcast. My name is Helen Hughes. I'm an Associate Professor and a Psychologist here at Leeds University Business School. Hi, I'm Emma Grit. I'm a lecturer in Information Management and I'm also Programme Director for our undergraduate business management programmes. And, and today we're going to be talking to each other about some research that we've been doing looking at the impact of starting your career um, in a pandemic, so starting your career uh, remotely or in a hybrid formation. And um, so I guess the, the best place to start really is by thinking about what, we, you know, the, the fact we've all done this, haven't we, for the last 20 months or so. I say we've all, a lot of us have worked from home um, or worked at least remotely for, you know, the first sort of six or six months or so of, of the pandemic. Um, so I guess we're all pretty familiar, aren't we, with some of the challenges of working from home, those feelings around work-life balance, not quite being what you want it to be. Um, those feelings around enjoying the fact that you're not having to commute every day, but really missing those day-to-day -day conversations with our peers. Um, I guess you'll sympathise with that, Emma, as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been, uh, I think it's been a tough, uh, a tough 20 months or so for everyone, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And, and yet, I guess you and I are in quite a fortunate position because we've not started new jobs. We've not had to kind of learn a new business or learn a new role. We've kind of continued with what we've been doing. Um, and I guess the other really important difference for us compared to some of our students who have just graduated is that we've worked before. So, you know, if I walk into an organisation, you know, I've got some prior experience to draw on and I might think, um, well, actually, you know, I've uh, uh, what would I have done last time? What would my last manager have thought about this? How would I have approached this before? Um, and I guess our students today and our graduates and even school leavers are entering a workforce for the first time and they're kind of devoid of all of those cues that they get from wandering around a building and from having prior experience. Um, so I guess uh, today we wanted to really think about are these challenges, are they magnified for um, new employees who are new to the workforce altogether? Um, and what are those, those challenges that they've been facing? Um, so to begin that conversation, I guess, Emma, as someone who specialises and in, in, in researches information systems, you know a lot about digital, uh, digital working. Um, and I guess one of the things we've spoken about is whether actually today's graduates are maybe the best place to enter the workforce uh, because they've grown up with Facebook and Instagram and they, they are the people developing, you know, digital organisations. What's, what's your thoughts on this, Emma? Yeah, thanks, Helen. I mean, I think, you know, that that's a really good point. And as you've said, our students and, and I suppose uh, students all over, really, they are those kind of digital natives. They're used to this technology. Um, so in that sense, they are sort of best place to be coming into this, what might be the new sort of digital workplace, as we say. Um, and I think the thing that that is something that they are having to adapt to a bit more is that social side of things. So, you know, developing those kind of communication skills, those social norms, like what you were saying earlier about, you know, those things we've started a new job or the fact that how do you how do you know who to speak to? And I think it's those sorts of things that that are maybe the things that they maybe need to develop a bit more in in their um, careers. Yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because that we've been doing over the last sort of um, six months or so some research with our student interns mm -hmm. who have just gone out into the workplace for the first time, most of them on nine to 12 month uh, year in industry placements, as we call them. Um, 
And we've been interviewing them about their experiences, asking them to reflect on some of the things that they've struggled with. And it is really interesting, as you say, that it's not so much the tasks that they've reported struggling with. They've, they've come um, repeatedly saying, you know, I picked up the tasks really easily or, or you know, as easily as you might expect. Um, they've developed the, the, the technical skills and they've been able to do that very straightforwardly, really, with things like screen sharing and sort of learning um, from, from others. But, but what they've struggled a bit more with is kind of that broader context, like where does that fit in? You know, what this task I'm doing that I'm repeating over and over, how does that fit with the wider business? They, they sort of maybe don't see that, I guess. Are you, are you finding this as well, Emma? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Helen. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, it's it's those sorts of things of like you say, where do I fit in the kind of grand scheme of the organization? How do I know who to talk to? Um, how do I know who who is best placed to maybe help me engage with a certain task or who's going to introduce me to somebody else? And it's those kind of what might be what we might call like corridor conversations that are maybe missing a little bit, but actually are really important for um, for grads and well, for anyone really to get that sense of the organization, how it works, what are the kind of norms around the ways of doing things. Um, so I think, yeah, absolutely. That sort of resonates with with some of the things that, that we're hearing as well. Yeah. And I, and I think what's what's quite interesting is is this idea of um, you know what we can do to help our, our students to sort of do things um, differently or better. Or actually, are we already doing this stuff with our graduates? Um, I I think from some of the things I've spoken to some of our students about, it's um, it's finding ways to sort of reconceptualize some of the things they're already doing. So for instance, they're, they're already networking. They know what networking is. Mm -hmm. They're really good at developing a personal brand, as it were. They're really good at sort of adding people on LinkedIn and, and sort of reaching out. But actually networking in that broader context of when you're in work is really different, isn't it? Um, it's, it's about kind of just having everyday conversations with people and not necessarily expecting anything from it and not seeing that networking as a very separate and distinct thing, but, but, but actually just that it will come through just knowing people and communicating and, and getting to sort of understand common ground. Yeah, absolutely. It's that sort of serendipitous kind of communication that the that I think they could really help and develop. And like you say, they've got these sort of fantastic skills already, but it's just honing in on some of those elements that could really help in terms of them um, embedding into organisations. Yeah. So in universities like ours, we have huge employability agendas, don't we? We, we embed it into all of our programmes. We think about this. We have really, uh, you know, our career services are really serious business. Um, and our students really value that, I know. Um, so are we doing enough already or is this slightly different, Emma? What, what's your take as a programme director? Yeah, and, and, and that's a really good point. And I think, you know, there, there probably are some things that we could help to do to to better prepare maybe our students going into um, these workforces and as you say we've got we've got a lot of things that they are already doing I mean even just in our day-to-day -day interactions that we have with students where we're using digital technologies um, they're engaging with those things but I think there are quite a few things we could maybe start to think about to build into our programs to help them in what will be this kind of new workplace that they're going into 
Yeah, I, I, I think it's things like, um, you know, just helping people to improve their visibility so that they're not just working remotely. They're not just sort of sat at home thinking, you know, to, to, uh, and assuming, I guess, you know, that people know what they're doing, sort of helping them to sort of ask those questions at the right time and, and of the right people. And as you say, there are challenges if you don't know who the right people are. You know, you, you can't go to people if you don't know that they are there. Um, and, and, and I guess it's those kind of things that, uh, it, it's that osmosis learning that you get when you're in a physical work environment that that we have to find ways as a university to kind of fabricate i guess in a, in in a um in our university infrastructures too yeah absolutely and it's it's those sort of it's the social etiquette as well isn't it around things as well like how do you behave in an online meeting how does that how is that different to if you are face to face um and how can you, like you say, how can you be seen? How can you be much more visible in, um, in? and I think I think we've talked about as well before, Helen, this idea of um, learning as well and how, you know, I think, I think what, if I remember, I think in, in some of your research, you, you found that actually that kind of learning process was often a little bit hidden. So I think, you know, I think students had sort of said that, they were never really put on the spot with certain things and um they kind of had this idea where they could give this really good impression that they're really good at something and they know lots and lots about it but actually trying to manage um that process was was sometimes quite tricky for them and and I think trying to maybe um for them to sort of realize that at this point as well they don't have to have all of the answers and I think sometimes they maybe feel like they do um yeah. but learning that process as well throughout their their roles is also something that I think came out quite strongly yeah you're right it's so important so so a lot of our students have said that that when they go out on placement they can have their notes they can do a presentation and remotely it doesn't feel scary whereas mm. they still felt even a year into their placement that they wanted those opportunities to do a face-to-face -face presentation because for whatever reason they felt that that was a really different thing uh, a really different kind of skill set and um, I, I guess one one of the last things to sort of just touch on here is that you know there are wider implications aren't there than just employability but i, I think we've talked about outside of this podcast uh, the the issues around um that this raises for things like social mobility of our students and diversity and inclusion because one of the things that our interns have reported back to us is just how important their home role models have been for helping them to learn to navigate the the workplace in a remote environment so those people without those role models at home, um, you know, people whose parents or, or siblings are not in, you know, the professional services or the financial services that they can sort of role model um, uh, is going to be potentially disadvantaged. And I guess we need to think about as universities and higher education providers, how we support that to make sure that everybody is sort of included as they move um, forward on this journey into, into a hybrid future. Mm, absolutely. I think I think the idea of, of role models is really is something that is really uh, key here, as you say. And for those for those students that, you know, can can actually learn quite a lot from being on the job and, and they maybe have those role models if they're physically in the workplace. But how do we make sure that they're also supported, as you say, outside of that? So maybe having, um, you know, more kind of digital role models that, that are there to help students to make them feel a bit more confident and build their skills around that so that they yeah. can transition into this a bit easier 
Yeah, and I th- and I think mentoring and yeah. and internships, you know, summer placements, mentoring, they, all of these things have a place. And I guess we have to help our students to realise that they they're not going into an internship as the finished article, as it were. That you know, they they are there to learn, and that they they won't leave their internship as sort of experts, and that's okay, that's normal and and fine. Um, and then throughout that, I think as universities, we can help them to. Um, you know, support them, not just sort of wave them off on their internship and all, all the best goodbye and we'll see you in a year, but actually, you know, help them to sort of mentor them during the year, help them to sort of navigate those challenges and uncomfortable moments as they arise. Um, okay, there's absolutely tons we could talk forever on this. So I think, um, but, but thanks ever so much, Emma. It's so interesting to, to hear your experience on, on, on this as well today. Thanks, Helen. And I guess really just to kind of wrap up, um, to, to say that, you know, Emma and I are both working together on, on this project. And we're also working together on, on projects looking at um, adapting offices for the future. And I think this fits really nicely with with that as well. Um, So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. And if you'd like to find out more about this research and also the, the Adapting Offices project as well, our website and contact details are in the show notes. So thanks very much.